and he let me stand in the whole college forum once. And he says, from this point on, Harry will no longer take any class, uh, any you know, exams on Saturday, really, Friday sunset to Saturday sunset. Hmm. And if there is a field trip, he will just stay at his hotel. And those hours, and he doesn't do anything. Yeah, and the food will be served at his room, and he will spend his personal time with God, with his wow. God, in the room, and you know, worship. And that the, is amazing. Yeah, and the next day, anything that he missed would be retaught with the instructor. I am Michael Xarona, and you're listening to Why I Am Here, a show that shares the incredible stories of our guests and how they can inspire you to have a closer walk with God. Hi, everyone. I know that it's been a while since we had a guest on our show, but I'm excited that we have some stories incredible inspiring stories that are lined up for you and that are coming up very soon but on today's show we're going to feature harry harry has an incredible story like most of our stories that we feature on this show there's that time when you are a child or when you're little and you have these wishes when someone asks you what are you going to be in life what you want to do with your career when you grow up you know the answer usually is at least in the part of the world that i come from there's always an obvious answer someone wants to be a doctor someone wants to be a pilot all those careers that most of the parents they are pushing their kids to become or they have highlighted them more than others but we all know that it doesn't life doesn't happen that way a lot of us ended up in different careers that we we didn't even know they existed but harry is a different kind of guy because harry stuck with it he wanted to be a pilot from the time that he was a child not only that it was very difficult for him to become a pilot but harry he was so determined not only determination but he had faith in god that god would sail him through harry now studies to be a pilot and we're going to hear more about his story on today's show. Tell us a little bit about yourself, your background, where you grew up and what you're doing. So I came from a country called Myanmar. So the people know it as Burma. And there's a lot of conflicts going on and it still is. But I get an opportunity to study abroad at Andrews University, taking up Master in Science Administration. Mm-hmm. At the same time, I I also have a, an opportunity to be working on my um, American pilot license. Pilot license, mm-hmm. wonderful. And that is awesome. That's a good combination to have a, a business background and also a being a, a pilot. Mm-hmm. So since um, you told us about where you grew up and where you came from, do you mind telling us more about your upbringing and, and how this passion came to be? Growing up, uh, both my parents are Avenis. My mom was not originally Avenis. 
when my mom and my dad get married, she studied a bit about spirit of prophecies,、uh-huh. and my mom's love to read, and also with the Bible study, and then they kept going on. And first, my mom would say, "Oh, I'm going to、um, going to worship at my church," and my dad would worship at his church, you know. <laughs> But my dad was like,、oh, "I I don't think that will work," you know. Exactly. Yeah, that would be a difficult thing.、Mm-hmm. But my mom loved to learn new things,、mm-hmm. so she studied about it, and then she became more convinced. And then it was really true what the spirit of prophecy was describing, you know,、mm-hmm. every details of it. So then, yeah, it basically converts her to become Avenus,、mm. and now both my parents are, aside from their business life, they're both、um, church elders in terms of in the church. My mom would lead、uh, the women ministry, and my my dad would be the deacon head. They're doing right now their own parts, and as a kid, you know,、uh-huh. seeing your parents going through those whole process. You just become intrigued, and you just think,、uh, "What is all behind this?、Hmm. Why do they need to decide to follow Jesus amongst this busy life?" So you yourself,、uh, you had not given your life to Christ. You're just watching them, or as as a kid, I was just watching, to be honest.、Uh-huh. Um, but my mom would always give her time.、Uh, well, we basically grew up with nanny, but my mom would always give us time. When we are supposed to take a nap, or at night,、mm-hmm. and she would tell us bedtime story of you know,、um, King David, Solomon, and of course Daniel, and she would spend time to tell us that out of our busy life schedule, that kind of like resonates. And at some point when I was a kid,、mm-hmm. um, I think I was like five years old, and it was raining pour like really really hard. And I wanted to go outside and visit my friends,、uh-huh. but then my mom was like, "Nope, it's raining too hot."、Um, I already studied my all of the things that I'm supposed to study. We follow schedule, so it was Sunday, and if we are done with the assignments, then we can have some wiggle room、right. to play around with.、Uh-huh. And I was like, "I already did my assignments, and you know, I finished it." And I wanted to go, and then my mom was like, "When the rain stops," and I was that's like, "That's when you go." That's when I will go, and I was like, "The rain doesn't seem to stop because it was pouring <laughs> down crazy," and I was like, "Um, mom, I have my raincoat, my umbrella. It's just like literally next door." And my mom was like, "Mm-mm, you're not going. You'll get sick." And I was like, "My mom would tell me about Jesus in Galilee, when、hmm. you know the storm hits, and then he he could calm the storm." And I was like, "Wait." I've never realized that this God is whether it's true or not. The God that my mom kept telling me, you right? Uh huh. So I went up straight to my room, and then I just knelt down, and I prayed, Lord, I don't know who you are, and I don't know how to pray,、mm-hmm. like sincerely. You know, we would memorize prayers, but I don't know how to pray. But right now, I'm in a bit of a situation here. <laughs> um, I want the rain to stop. Yeah, and the rain is pouring down crazy. My mom would let me go, <laughs> and I really need to go. And my mom would tell me stories about how Jesus, you know, could calm the storm. Right. And I'm just wondering, you know, if you can help out here. And before I, I conclude my prayers and st- say Amen, that pouring down rain just stopped. Really. I was like, Wow. Wow. 
I'm not specifically asking God to show me sign or whatever, but, but I'm just, just bringing it up, you know. Just bringing it up, knowing the story that you've heard about uh -huh. the power of Jesus. I was like, wow, you know, how come he could answer this kid prayer? Mm -hmm. I mean, am I doing? Am I gonna do great things if he stopped the rain? No, I'm just gonna go visit with my friends and play. Right, right, right. But growing up, I have, you know, passionate of to become a pilot. And in my country's condition, for some of the people who knows, it's basically impossible. It's impossible. Why is that impossible? Because my country back then was still a communist country. And it's quite um, unstabilized. Uh -huh. And a lot of people went out as a refugee for the result of that. Mm -hmm. um, to become something like a pilot is not even an option. Because for Asians, we have four options, right? Mm -hmm. Either you become a doctor, you become a lawyer, you become an engineering, or disgrace to the family. Oh, wow. So, <laughs> <laughs> so there is no even option there hmm. to become a pilot. But a pilot is not on the part of disgrace to the family, but it's not even on the option because it's impossible. Why was it impossible? Because to become a pilot, you have to be part of an air force. Oh, so that means the military. Yes, or they can send you with a scholarship from the air force to, you know, for set, uh, something like Britain and mm -hmm. other countries, they would train you to become a future aviator. But I don't have a connection, and plus I'm not that smart <laughs> to be, you know, sent um on a scholarship right and from the government on that kind of situation my chances to become a commercial pilot was slim to none so just to back up a little bit what inspired you to become a pilot as a young kid you just want to yeah as a young kid i mean everyone in, in their life wanted to be you know a pilot <laughs> i assume yeah literally anyone you <laughs> that's know. right and once they turn like 15 then they start changing and they think it's impossible and they just and they, start changing they things. things but for me that not not to happen at some point it remained consistent right because i would look at the clouds um and then when i see those contrails you know airplane flying up above mm -hmm. it always like surprises me wow this is just so fascinating how come you know someone could engineer that thing and fly a, t um, a jumbo jet up there transporting so many people mm -hmm. to their destination that's so fascinating yeah it just kind of grow and then i would look at it with a binocular and the engines there you know the airplanes was really tiny but i can see it uh -huh. and it was just so amazing and my mom would say that if you in the future did really well in your studies then you can travel to your aunts you know in canada in norway and in australia and i was like <laughs> <laughs> yeah so the teacher would ask me to write what do you want to become in, in the future uh -huh. and i would never write to become a pilot because it would sound stupid and yeah because it was impossible right and in asian culture we are not that open-minded especially before to write down something like that is says you know the teacher would be like ah, it's just something else yeah, exactly exactly so i would just write down oh i wanted to become a successful businessman like my dad and which is true mm -hmm. because i really you know admire my dad and what he's doing and the good cause that he've been working on 
So tell us now, how did God open the doors for you to uh, finally go to pilot school or how he shaped those circumstances? I never told my parents, not even my brothers, not even my friends, mm -hmm. because it's impossible. Once I told them, it will sound stupid. Therefore, but I would always remember that, uh, you know, when I was five years old, the one that I was talking about, mm -hmm. if God can stop the rain the storm yeah the storm for someone that little kids there's nothing to do about good things or whatever mm -hmm. how much more could he answer to people who really needs his help or how much more will he be willing to help his children for the good cause mm -hmm. so i just decided to pray to god twice a day for three whole years Three years yes. praying for God to open the opportunity. Every single day. Every single day. There is no sign of, you know, something turned up, nada. There is hmm. nothing. But I would always pray and my parents would give us allowance to go online and mm -hmm. do some research or, you know, at a cafe. Um, we don't have laptops um, back home. Yeah, I understand. So, yeah. I am from a third world country as well. Mm -hmm. So I understand the internet cafes uh, with a bunch of computers. In exactly. There, you pay maybe a dollar for an hour. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, so we would always go like an hour, sometimes um, two hours. I cut off my time into half. I do have my entertainment, maybe playing games or maybe talking with my relatives abroad or whatever. Mm -hmm. But half of my time, I dedicated for research. Oh, so you'd start researching about planes? About planes and about the school and about, you know, what they can be in the future and all that. So um, I'm kind of like, you know, I wanted to, I wanted things in order, you know, mm -hmm. and that that's how I just made up my mind. I, like to organize things so i was like okay if it's just a case and then when i turn 18 i can study to become a pilot and after that be a flight instructor you know earn some hours and after that i go to commercial career and then mm -hmm. i'll earn some money but after three years so ju okay. just to, to chip in a little bit so you just wanted to be a regular pilot you didn't want to be a missionary pilot you just wanted to make money and to enjoy your passion. Yeah, that's what it originally started because I have no clue about, you know, being a missionary, missionary pilot. pilot. I've yeah. never heard about it. And being, you know, in a third world country, as struggling as you are, help other people struggling in the same situation <laughs> was not... It was not an option. <laughs> was not an option, you know. It's kind of like, I would say, luxurious things right. for us to do. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I would just go on with that. And after three years of praying, there was no sign, but um, that was the time when I I passed my grade 10 exam. And then I got the distinction and my dad came home and he asked me because grade 10 was sort of like a board exam for us. You know, mm -hmm. uh, we still use British system. It determines whether what you're going to become because like, for a doctor, maybe the total grade was was a 735, but if you ended up getting 734, uh -huh. and but you wanted to become a, um, a, doctor. a doctor, you can't. Just one point, missing one point, you the, cannot. You're done. Yes. Wow. So that's how demanding it is, and that's how important the grade 10 was. 
I finished grade 10. It was a struggle and I never wanted to repeat it again. <laughs> um, <laughs> I can imagine. Yeah. So my dad asked me, oh, what do you want to become in the future? Once you plan, I would say I was so firm. And that's the time I started telling my dad. That's the first literally anyone that I told I wanted to become a pilot. Hmm. What was his reaction? It was bad. <laughs> Really? Because that wasn't the right time to tell, uh-huh. um, because that was the time when you know Air Asia went missing. Hmm. Um, last what was that? Was it 2015 or 16? Uh, Air Asia went missing, and then you know everyone. And then you hear your <coughs> child saying they want to be a pilot. Right. It's not gonna go well. I don't know whether my grandfather had a clue or not, but he told me that you can become anyone. You can become a doctor, but not a pilot. Because hmm. I don't want to lose anyone. That's what my b- grandpa told me. And I was like, oh, no. So oh. did you get discouraged or? No, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I was just I'm like, still going to go. I was I'll, set I'll to go. stone. Hmm. So I talked um, on Skype. Back then, was Skype was the answer to anything. Mm-hmm. Um, so I talked with uh, Embry-Riddle, the best aviation school in even in the United States. I guess uh, it's in Florida, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we talked about it, and back then, being able to talk in English and being able to converse mm-hmm. was a huge deal. They says, "Oh, um, your English also seems really good. So you know, if you want, um, just contact us back uh, when you turn eighteen, and then all you need to do. So basically, when you graduate your high school." Um, mm-hmm senior high just contact us again and then our school will take care of you know your visa application or whatever and i was like okay cool how did you feel i i felt awesome were you excited i was like excited okay (laughs) now step one done so step two talk to your parents and get their approval because basically they're the one who's going to sponsor right Mm -hmm. so our economy gets better on that case and then the government started opening like two years before that happens so oh like uh, they can take uh, pilot students that are not from the military um yeah the, the how the, did they open like explain to to us the, the country was open it has a uh, pilot school mm-hmm. but again it still resembles that uh, military because the instructors are from the air force or right. so it's not really a civil you know state it's, it's kind of like different a little bit mm-hmm. S- but still i don't want to go there because you know our country i know our country situation and then and it's still quite new so you don't want to risk yourself going in there so i wanted to go there and then study so but the problem was there's no a degree for that, and it was just a, de- a certificate. A and, certificate. And that you will be done, and then be a flight instructor, and then earn some hours, and then, yeah, take off with your commercial. I talked to my parents about it, and I told them what I wanted, and they were like, okay, so will you get a degree? And I was like, no, I won't get a degree, but I will get a job. And that's the time my mom and my dad immediately decided to you know didn't reject it because they said that well the thing is in our country even the taxi driver 
have has any, a degree has a degree at least on English major of some sort you know mm. and then you being pilot that is going to be awesome that is going to be awesome uh-huh. but in the future there's nothing that you can show that you have a degree so basically you're not even counted as a person mm. no matter how much you earn or no matter how uh, much you love uh, or your passion on the career so that's really important so i was like oh no i was so sad i don't want to you know react with my attitude but uh-huh. i wasn't able to talk for like two three days to be honest and then it was heavy on your heart right and then my grandpa knows about it and my grandpa was like talked to my mom and he was like why don't you just send him to the philippines Her, his aunt is still there uh, studying finishing up the nursing now she graduated from doctor mm-hmm. and and from there we can decide you know what he wanted to become and then they talked to me again and i was like no i don't want to become anything else than being be a pilot, a pilot. Mm-hmm. i was like set to stone since i was like 12 and i'm not changing it and and i always believe that god can do everything amen and it's not that i deserve his help but it's that how he shows me the way it's more of it so your relationship with god uh, kept on being consistent and mm-hmm. you still prayed mm-hmm. for for that door to open right even though there was no signs or whatever in the current situation i have absolute faith and i know that if a son ask a book or food that is going to be good for him to his father the father the, doesn't give him a stone Right, the father doesn't give him a stone or neither a snake, yeah. correct? Mm-hmm. So how much more would God do for us? For That's his right. children. For his children. Exactly. So, yeah, I was just relying on that. Um, I kept moving forward. My dad asked me, okay, if this is how much you want it, why don't you start any course in the Philippines once you graduate from a bachelor degree? And then you can think of your pilot. And then we will talk about it. your aviation <laughs> it's like okay cool so when am i when can i get a ticket to go to the philippines you know and that was gonna be your first time on the plane no i've no. been traveling like since i was a baby we you know we went back and forth to the capital because i was we, okay actually i have a twin brother mm-hmm. so i'm twin someone looks like me you know uh, as a kid we have some complexity So we have to go to the hospital every now and then. So yeah, flying was not uh, something new for us. I said I wanted to become a pilot when I get when can I get a ticket? Mm-hmm. So but my brother doesn't really have a set of stone then. But since we're twins, mm-hmm. my parents wants us to keep together. So they were like, William, you also have to go. Oh, <laughs> so you, you both of you had to go to the Philippines. Yeah. So And then, long story short, there we are at the Fili- in the Philippines. <laughs> the shortest course was apparently E major, and I was like, okay, I'm gonna get that one. But Ant was like, oh, you, uh, you have distinction on chemistry. Why don't you just, you know, take public health, uh, nutrition, dietetic, mm-hmm. and it's just one more year, and then you can help out the families with their diets, and it's gonna be great. And I was like, fine. So I took that, and about. Almost a semester over, I saw it on Facebook that there's an aviation college in, in the, the Philippines. Philippines. I was like, oof, <laughs> I was amazed. <laughs> I've never think about this. You know, 
And before Philippines was for us just a tropical country mm-hmm. where you can see beaches, but also crocodiles and always you know typhoon, tornadoes, whatever. Uh-huh. It was. And but the more I learned about it, I was like, oh, they might have aviation college, and fortunately they have. Hmm. So I sent out to four colleges my resume, and I did some inquiry about it. And one of the most prestigious college in the Philippines, which is called Airlink International Aviation College. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we just have a link on that one, and then they were amazing. They've been there for thirty-two years uh, when I was there operating in the Philippines. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So the first commercial pilot who captains on A three eighty Emirates was graduates of you know. Uh, that's cool. Really, so that we, is amazing. Right. So yeah. the country has really a name for that. So, and they were, you know, kind of like the top, how to say, the top dog. Okay. On the in the in the industry in uh-huh. the Philippines, and a lot of people from Singapore, Korea, um, Malaysia, you know, even from uh, California, and. Yeah, a lot of people came there to study, and I was there, and I was like, okay, this is awesome. We talked about it, the program, and how long will it take, how much will it spend, and and then、mm. I talked to my mom, and my mom was like, yeah, pray about it, you know. Now she's open to it、mm-hmm. because, because it's going to be a degree. It's, it's, it's a degree, right? Yeah, yeah and then、oh, this is going to be awesome, and then yeah, I did all the research. That's also the part where my parents get convinced, but. Because I did my own part of the research too,、mm-hmm. you know, and everything, and then my parents was like, "Okay, you know, do whatever you need to do because we don't really know this, you know, field of profession." So, and then I was doing back then I was a sixteenth when I was in college, wow, because I skipped my <laughs> senior highs, and that was the only year when I can we can skip, and then they went to, they immediately went to. Um, everything like just like the United States. Okay, that's why I was praying about it. Awesome part was, they were like, "Okay, come and take entrance exam with us, and then we'll see where you're at." I took entrance exam. I don't know what miracle happens. My score was really high. And then you, <laughs> you got enrolled. And then yeah, um, my score was really high, and they they were like, "Well, this is amazing." With, uh, for average, you know, entrance, it was. Never this high,、mm-hmm. but yeah, it, it's great. Wow!、Know? Praise the Lord.、Uh, yeah, exactly. It was like God's miracle because with my own skills, I know that was impossible. <laughs> and yeah, we went there. And but the thing was, they said, "Oh, okay." So about the Saturday, um, I wouldn't be able to go classes on Saturday. They、mm-hmm. were like, "Wait." The thing with aviation industry is that we don't have holidays necessarily. Yeah, you just kind of have off days and、mm-hmm. like random, right? Random. So you have to be able to study and then do some projects on or flight training on Saturday. And I was like, no, because the thing is, Saturday is、uh, the time for me to spend between me and God、mm-hmm. and nothing else. And they were like, is there any wiggle room that we can have? And I says, no, this is the only thing.、Um, can you guys accommodate this?、Mm. Accommodate. Me on this case, and they were like, "You know what? We really like you as a student. Your entrance exam were great, and your enthusiasm were awesome. But in this case, there's nothing we can do about it. 
um, because we have a lot of students and of course they do and we can accommodate and I was like is there any room that you can you know study on Saturday instead and I was like nope there's no room and then I and immediately right after that I talked to my mom and my mom was like Harry just remember Daniel and the God that who brought you until here hmm. it's like yes mom um, if God's will it will happen you know Amen. you've tried your best if God's will it will the door will open I said yes mom and it was really hard but I wasn't willing to sacrifice my relationship with God for my passion for your passion and for your career as much as I like hmm. as much as you know I was into aviation I wasn't willing to sacrifice that. That's amazing. That's very important because there you are, you're a young person. Mm-hmm. Because at times as young people, at that age, you'd choose your career and making your name and making probably a lot of money mm-hmm. over your religion. Right. So to understand that you had that deep connection with Christ that you wouldn't want to disappoint him at that age, it speaks a lot. And it is an amazing inspiration to young people today. Right. So the backstory on that one was, um, and I replied them my email again, and I said, okay, I have decided in my mind, if you guys can't accommodate me, then I can't join because I'm not willing to sacrifice that relationship. Mm-hmm. They just were so sorry, and yeah, that's the end of the story. Hey, thank you for listening thus far. We're going to take a short break, and when we come back, we're going to hear more about how God open doors for Harry to become a pilot. Hi, I'm Vicki Griffin, inviting you to visit lifestylematters.com. Whether you're interested in recipes, articles, handouts, books, scripted PowerPoints in English and Spanish, or just watching some great videos on 26 different wellness topics, visit us today at lifestylematters.com. So I just continue my, you know, my college life at, at Adventist University of the Philippines. Uh, with my brother and after two weeks I got an email this time not from the recruiting office mm-hmm. but from the college director oh saying that I just personally literally went through your documents and the reason that you are not able to go and then I looked at your entrance score exam I've never seen in my career someone as young as your age and still so determined on their faith. Wow. So this is out of um, ordinary thing. But hmm. we I've um, brought up to the board and we wanted to give you a shot. What? Praise the Lord. Exactly. Oh, wow. I was I I just literally jump. <laughs> I can imagine. And then I, I immediately talked to my parents and I told them what happened. And they were like, see, if God's will, you know, it opens. So, yeah, and then I went to that school and I told them, okay, please write me a letter Mm -hmm. and signed it over. 
so yeah. that we have something in writing. Right. Yeah. And I was a 16, but I know what but can go wrong, <laughs> you know. Um, but that director was also smart. He was also a lawyer. Okay. He's like, um, I can't do that. But if, as long as I'm here, I'm the, I, I'm the proof. And he he was the son of the CEO, so I was like, okay, mm. fine. Um, yeah. So I kept going, but unfortunately, there was true a professor who didn't agree on that. You know, special accommodation. They said, oh, it's meteorology class, and there was one other class. Mm -hmm. aerodynamic and they were not willing to back off they says final club exam falls on saturday and i says can you you know accommodate this it's like nope if you don't take it you're you're going to fail even though you get you uh, get the arrangement even though you get pretty decent score on your midterm so i was like wow there's nothing else i can do and then um, I talked to the director, and the director says, "Okay, talk. Try to talk to the professor." And then I said, "I did, but that's what their their answer was, mm -hmm. you know." Yeah. So I was trying to talk. We're so sorry. I can't, you know, have a jurisdiction on this. This is totally up to them. I was like, "Wow, oh, this can't happen," you know. Not after this, and yeah, after all you had gone through and the right, excitement and right, God opening all those doors. And then for the record, Aviation College, where I was studying, was a prestigious college. Um, there were a lot of, they said that we'll put you in an international student, you know, international mm -hmm. class. Don't mm -hmm. worry about it, you know. But I realized that the international class was half of them were a film, which are Filipino-American. Oh, okay. But they do speak in their own Tagalog. And I have no clue. How to speak how to Tagalog. speak their language mm -hmm. and the other side was Koreans they mm. also speak with their own language yeah and, and I was there he, he back in the middle no nada like <laughs> I can't speak both sides you know wow and th yeah th that's what I've been going through I was quite isolated being you know following Christ is sometimes it's a small it's really a narrow way yeah. and sometimes it can be lonely Mm -hmm. But you're not alone. Christ is with you. Exactly. You I would have doors. like my daily devotion, you know, going on. And yeah, coming back to the story of the administration. So I went to the administration building and then um, I asked, I told them what my situation is from four department heads, from the finance, from the, you know, registration office and from the legal office mm -hmm. and from the flight department. They were like, why don't you just let, you know, let it go. And for four years, just go through the, with this program. And after that, you can ask for forgiveness to your God. And I immediately say, oh nope, that's not how my God works. And then right. that's not the relationship that I want to build. Mm -hmm. And they says, well, that's what we've been doing. Of course, they were Catholic. Yeah. And I was like, no, I can't. They said, if you didn't do this, you're going to fail. Well, if this is the cost, then I will I will accept it. So, yeah, uh, apparently I have to retake that course. But by grace of God, you know, the next time I retake it, mm -hmm. nobody, uh, most average score was usually 80. But both two subjects, I aced them. Like you had an A+. Plus. Mm -hmm. uh, not A+, plus, A's. There's, we don't really go with A's, but like 
I get a 98 and a 97 on both score. So, wow, praise the Lord. Yeah. That's a really high score. Uh-huh. uh-huh. And I know myself that I wasn't capable of, you know, bringing up that score. But God helped you. Yeah, God. T- for testimony. Literally, God helped me out on uh-huh. that. And the director was like, well, this is just amazing. This is outstanding during the course. Again, I've never seen this kind of high school, mm-hmm. especially on those classes. Uh, Harris God is something else, you know. It's different than ours. Hmm. So from this point on, I'm not willing to, you know, poke around or um, not being able to give accommodation. I'm going to stand my word. So he said, okay, can I use those your results for the board? And I was like, yeah, sure. And then he uses it saying that these are the scores and then we should give, you know, consideration for the next time because he's something else. Um, he's got something else. And he let me stand in the whole college forum once. And he says, from this point on, Harry will no longer take any class, uh, any, you know, exams on Saturday. Really? Friday sunset to Saturday sunset. Hmm. And if there's a field trip, he will just stay at his hotel and those hours and he doesn't do anything yeah and the food will be served at his room and he will spend his personal time with god with his god in the room and you know worship and that is amazing yeah and the next day anything that he missed would be retaught with the instructor i've never heard of this before yeah. That is amazing. This is like an outplay of the book of Daniel again. <laughs> like your mom told you. Yeah. So whenever, uh, when I went through those situations, I would talk to my mom and my mom would only talk me this. Harry, remember Daniel. Hmm. Daniel. And I was like, uh, well, my mom would call me Rinte. That's my nickname. Uh, Rinte, remember Daniel, Daniel. And I was like, Mom, I'm, I know, but I'm not Daniel. I'm Rinte, you know. <laughs> <laughs> there's a huge yeah, difference. It's interesting that you say that because there's a lot of young people, even older people out there who say that happened to the Bible characters. We are not living in their time and God might not be working the same mm-hmm. way he worked with them. Right. It's interesting that you say that you can actually see the power of God still working is the same God that worked back then. Right. And he's still the same God that can work with all mm-hmm. of us. And he worked with you. Absolutely. Yeah. And I was like, I reflected my life back. And the way God works, how he brought me up there, mm-hmm. was out of my, you know, capabilities. It wasn't me. Right. Truly, it wasn't me. It was someone else. And nothing else than, you know, God, you know. Amen. And, yeah, I've been going and accommodations and to be honest that school uh Avenis really can't go to that school because of again oh, the, the sabbath. sabbath right and then there was no myanmar student where i'm from mm-hmm. so i'm the only one with a religion different than anyone else and the school is quite prestigious therefore they were you know quite rich kids mm-hmm. we call them rk <laughs> and they have different cars they have cars to go to school and they have cars to party and they can drive Ferraris or whatever. There I was just commuting with bus, you know, and... And depending on God. Mm-hmm. But am I... Do I feel down because of that? 
Absolutely no, mm-hmm. because I have my own thing going on. And daily devotion with God was a miracle that time. It might some sometimes it might be really lonely, really dry, mm-hmm. but we have to keep moving. That's right. Because I was there was once when I was doing Bible study, and then those you know friends they would they wanted to go to party, and they were trying to invite me, and they came over to my room, and I was like, hey, come on over, but they realized I was reading something, and. They came close. Um, what are you reading? You know, mm-hmm. I was reading my, you know, uh, Sabbath school lesson and my Bible. You, you're a Christian, then I'm, you know, Christian. I'm having my daily devotion. I was like, oh yeah, we're so sorry. And then, you know, from that time they were like, okay, you know, we're not gonna mess up with, mess up with this guy. Mess with his religion and his God. Yeah. So next time when they're drinking, they become rowdy or noisy. They never. Came close to me, mm-hmm. and they never bother me, you know. But if they need some help with the studies, I sure do help. You know, I help them out, and they came to me and on those case scenarios. Praise the Lord! So God you, was just working. Your you know. experience became a real testimony at this aviation school, and mm-hmm. God sailed you through all this. So, you you managed to graduate from there. Yeah, actually, I graduated. Actually. I graduated a semester early. Really? Mm-hmm. How did that happen? Uh, I was studying there. I was just taking full credits, mm-hmm. and on top of that, I took extra credits too, so that I can basically advance. an overload. <laughs> yes, there was, um, you know, in Asia uh, college, we are more of like class learning rather mm-hmm. than you know assignments, tons of assignments and stuff. Mm-hmm. So we were supposed to take a twenty. I think it was twenty six credits was mm-hmm. the normal, but I there was a point when I took thirty two credits. Really, that's and that's a lot. Yeah, I started from seven thirty class to until seven thirty mid uh, night. There was no lunch break, so mm-hmm. I would just excuse myself. I'm just gonna use the bathroom, run real quick, grab my lunch, and eat my lunch. That get back to class. That was a lot. Yeah, and then yeah, that that's how I went. And then, um, when I was about to graduate, th- we have our school faced a little bit of a problem. Um, our requirements where we were supposed to fly twin engine airplane, a Baron. Mm-hmm. Um, both of them broke down. Oh. And same scenario. So they were not being able to be replaced or you know, fixed at the same time. So, and a lot of people lined up. And I was like, "Oh no, this is not gonna happen," you know. Mm-hmm. And the school says, "Okay, this is a special scenario, so you can graduate without, you know, fulfilling this requirement because this is our part." Right, right. Uh, but you have to come back and do the requirement. Yeah, we have to sign a paper and then yeah. But the problem, the thing was, when I was doing that course, I know and see how God works in my life. And that's also why my friends would say, uh, "Who, who are your parents?" You know? Yeah, like, do you um, have an influential person that right. you're linked to? Mm-hmm. Their parents were mayors, uh-huh. to be honest. Like, they were like very, very, you know, influential people. But mm-hmm. they never get that kind of treatment. Also, the director somehow really likes me. Mm. He says, "Your parents are not here. You don't have family here." But don't worry, I will be your dad here. Wow! So he kind of adopted you. Basically, yeah. Wow. There was a point when we were going to a party, Christmas party from the college, so everyone had to go, 
and we went there, but I wasn't. I don't know how to tie my necktie. <laughs> I was struggling, and then it turns out everyone got their necktie tied by you, you know, uh, their drivers or whoever, and I don't have anyone like that. And I was like, oh my goodness, this is so embarrassing. But me and my friends were like, we're just carrying our pocket, wanting to ask someone in the hotel,、mm-hmm. you know,、uh, to tie it for us. We just put it there, and then, but the director saw us, and he says, hey, Harry, come on over here. And it's like. I went there. Are you not going to the party? And I was like, Yes, we're going.、Uh, what about your necktie? And don't you have a necktie? And then I do have, but I don't know how to tie my necktie. So <laughs> I'm just keeping my pocket right now. And、um, the director was like, Okay, come on in. You should have told me. I'm like your dad, remember? And then my friend there froze. <laughs> wow. Like、and、this is a like one of the most respected people、right. on the on the campus.、Mm-hmm. And then I was just being natural, you know. Okay, thank you. And then he tied for me like in front of him. He was tying it, and then he let me wear it back. And he's like, "Okay, next time if you need any help, just come straight to me." Okay. And then <laughs> my friend literally like, "What about yours?" And I was like, "No, it's fine," you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We went there. Yeah. That's amazing. It is that God would give you someone who be your God and who is very、mm-hmm. respected at the school. For all means, I don't need, I don't deserve that kinds of attention or that kind of you know、mm-hmm. guidance. But God provides.、Yeah. I will repeat again. God provides. Amen. And Amen. yeah. So you then graduated, and you you had the opportunity to come back and do the practical assignment to fly. So yeah, we graduate. But before I graduate,、um, again, thinking you were asking about the missionary pilot,、mm-hmm. I was like, this is way over my capabilities. I know God is working, therefore I want to serve back. Even though, be- even though I'm gonna go to commercial, of course we can、mm-hmm. do it financial part. But I want to serve back, so I'm gonna give like three of my years, three years, volunteer. In, in aviation ministry, you know,、mm. I heard it was in Indonesia, and I love. I, again, I as I said, I like to plan things ahead, ahead of time, which is why I took over credit so that I can graduate early and then serve, and then also at the same time cope up with my commercial yeah, career. Commercial career, yeah. So, but I think God knows all the plan, you know. That's right. And two months before my graduation, that. Program under investigation because there was a homicide in Indonesia, mm. Mm. so it was closed. Oh, and that missionary when, program. Yes, when things doesn't go with my as my as I planned, you know that God has another plan. But at, at the same time, I got freaked out. Oh,、know? okay, okay. <laughs> and I was like,、well, "What am I gonna do?" And I, because I've prayed to God a lot about this, and then how come this? You know, again.、Huh? Thinking back, how come I forget all of God's guidance? You know,、mm. and yeah, and my parents says, "Okay, you know, just relax. You've p- prayed about it. You did your best." Again, this my brother is studying at、um, Highland View Academy here at Maryland. Here in the states. Yes.、Mm-hmm. So he's about to graduate, and we'll just go there. You know, take a family vacation. It's been a long time,、mm-hmm. and. God will answer your prayer, and I was like, okay, fine. You know, we went there. We came here. That was the first time I came to the United States. 
um, three years ago. And we came here, never have a plan of studying at Andrews. But I do apply to Andrews before when I was, you know, struggling with the Sabbath in the school. Right, right. And again, Andrews, as normal, um, takes their sweet time, you know. <laughs> it takes me six months to get all the paperwork processed after I sent everything that is described on the link. Mm -hmm. They said, oh, we need some more of this. So you keep back and forth, back and forth. Back and forth, yeah. So, yeah, but I finally got accepted, but then, you know, I was already comfortable with, uh, with what you're doing. And then I was already in process. So I was like, Lord, if it's your will, mm -hmm. I feel like I need to do something else here, not just this, something else. And if it's your will, I would like to stay. And if you open me a chance to go to Andrews again, I will. But now I think this is, you know, this is where I'm at. This is where I'm at. Uh -huh. So I stayed. And when we came here, my friends, they says, oh, uh, we were traveling around like a lot, uh, different states, Georgia, you know, uh, Maryland, Indiana, yeah, and New York. Mm -hmm. Yeah, a lot of them. And they says, oh, you know, when we were in Indiana, they were like, oh, you know, Andrews is just... Uh, a couple hours from here. It's not that far, yeah. Yeah, it's not that far. You know, you should definitely go visit. I was like, well, why? Why should I visit there? You know, I have so much family things going on here. Mm -hmm. I enjoyed this place. It's like, oh, you should, you should go there. So my friends, they made the appointment for me, and then I was like, okay, fine. Went there, and I saw the program. Like the airport is literally across, you know, the main the campus. School, yeah. And the business department, the program that they offer was like. I like, like this. You really like it. And after that, I went back and I told my dad, oh, you know, this is what I'm seeing. It. And they were like, do you want to continue your study? Because um, if you want, now is the right time. You know, mm -hmm. we can still support you. And then you, you, if you're smart, you will take the chance. I was like, huh, nobody giving me that kind of, you know. That kind of advice. That kind of advice or that kind of chance. Uh -huh. So I was like, Okay, I'm gonna take it. Uh, but my father is a businessman, mm -hmm. therefore there has to be a, a legitimate, you know, reason, reason or and dialogue and dialogue everything. And, yeah, and my dad just was like, "Okay, proceed with the paperwork." It's like just like that. Yeah, my dad <laughs> never answers <laughs> like that, and I was like, oh, "Lord, this is your way. This is your open door." Okay, so I'm gonna go. But again, that aviation. I wasn't finishing it. So I have to go back as soon as possible mm -hmm. to finish that thing. But there were a lot of people lining up ahead of me. Or oh, the, the the one... Uh, the requirement. Of, uh, the requirement yes. that you were supposed to do. Mm -hmm. I need 10 more hours. But that airplane, we only have two. And the school have 32 airplanes. But that specific airplane only has two. So I immediately contacted the school and then asked the scheduler. Mm -hmm. These are my conditions, and they were like, just come back as soon as possible, and then we'll look up to that. We went back home immediately, mm -hmm. and I stayed overnight at my at our house, and then fly the next day to the Philippines. Imagine with all the jet lags, you know? Wow. And then from the Philippines, I went straight to the airport. Um, from the airport, I went straight to my school, which was on the airport. Mm -hmm. And here I am. What do I need to do? 
and they were like okay they scheduled me everything and they remove the people who get like uh two hours a day mm-hmm. were removed just an hour and so that they could fit you so that they could fit me they gave me like four hours a day and wow if they get two hours was just for one week for one person mm-hmm. they gave me four hours something a day a day not a week a day <laughs> uh, other instructor who saw the schedule was like who is this harry run yeah like even if, if it was me i was like oh what does he do what's connection this yeah. yeah and then i talked to my um uh, flight department and these are my conditions and then i need to graduate mm-hmm. and then how much time do you have and it says i need i have probably two weeks they says that's not practical all the paperwork and your requirements will take four months at most and i was like, i don't have four months two weeks and then drop it off otherwise you're just wasting your time hmm. and i said oh this god has been opening my ways Amen. i'm not gonna drop it unless yeah. i tried my part to hmm. you know it's like okay we'll see about that and i immediately scheduled an appointment with um, the director who then become the ceo Mm. Can you imagine having a father your, figure in your, a CEO? Yes, <laughs> your your dad. <laughs> right. So I immediately scheduled dad. and then I can't directly talk to him anymore. She had he had a secretary. Mm-hmm. So he had to, you know, go through that and I understand that. So uh, she said, "Okay, schedule is full until next week." And I was like, "I don't have next week, you know. Right. I need it now because the aviation airplane was broken. I need to be at the airport which we were trained in an other another island so basically we have to be flown from our school mm-hmm. from manila to lubang island and the flight were all full or due to the weather it wasn't flying or whatever i don't quite remember so the next option is going with what we call roro boat oh it will take when we fly it only takes us about you know 30 minutes but when we take the roro it will take me about five hours okay So but yeah we have to go first to the seaport and for that we need approval from the school and I need to talk to the CEO and then explain the situation mm-hmm. but the schedule was full but I he heard me talking from the office he said uh, the secretary said, oh even the lunch you know are full they're going to have lunch meeting and then the director was like uh is it you Harry and I was like Yes sir and he popped out of his office and I was like can I help you and I was like oh, I just want to talk to you something really serious about it and I brought my uncle this time oh um but my uncle never really don't know about my school mm-hmm. but I went with him and he was like um okay so um to the secretary just clear off the schedule uh for the you know lunch meeting I'll just have time with um Harry really yeah wow So wow. He says, "Harry, um come on." And you know, said, "I uh, just clear off because I know that it's really important because you always deal everything by yourself, but this time you brought your uncle." So I I I <laughs> sense that it is urgent. And yeah. then I explain what's going on and all mm-hmm. that. He says, "As your father figure again, I really want you to be here, you know, being a flight instructor, but for mm. your better good." Mm-hmm. Of course, studying in Michigan is ideal. So, what can I do to help? And then I said, I need this, I need that, you know, <laughs> all of that. And then I was like, okay, I will write down the letter for the, you that, and then wow. everything will be approved. 
Praise and, the Lord. Yeah, and as much as you know, mm. once you graduate, let me know. And then I also want you to be here at our school under my wings. But if you want to go and study farther, I totally would approve you that. Wow. And by all means, if you don't feel uh, like proceeding in the United States, we are more than happy to welcome you back. Always really? remember that. Wow. Like, so wow. he gave you an open invitation. Mm -hmm. So yeah, back. I went through and then I went through with the boat. There were days when I only got to sleep an hour a day, traveling and, you know, figuring out all the paperwork. Mm -hmm. And after that, the person that uh, the flight instructor told me that for four months mm -hmm. says I went back to him for his final signature in two weeks. And how did he feel? <laughs> he was like, how was on... Awkward. <laughs> it, it quotes from him, right? He says, how on earth does this happen? I was like, <laughs> It doesn't well, happen on earth. It happens yeah. from heaven. <laughs> so yeah, I proceed with that. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. And then mm -hmm. when you were done, you then came to study at Andrews. I fly back immediately back home and then all of my paperwork were already standby, you know, mm -hmm. my visa application. So I interviewed at Andrews. But at the same time, I wanted to work. To be honest, I, I don't want to study anymore. You yeah, know, I've been, been in school for yeah, a long time. Yeah, yeah, I don't want to study anymore. I can relate. But Lord, if it's your will. I would do it. I would do it. Mm -hmm. And then I went to the interview at the embassy. The one from my previous year my previous guy mm -hmm. she was a girl she was tourist guide uh, translator for the business entities and she's been there in the united states for five years but they interviewed her for 35 minutes and they rejected her and then i was like okay that's just it you know i'm mm -hmm. gonna be rejected mm -hmm. for a third world country going to the united states it's like having it's a, very hard yeah it's like yeah. i have a ticket uh, yes that's right yeah. i can relate to that mm -hmm. i do went through it before but this time it's different so and uh, i stood there and they asked me oh okay so uh the last trip to the united states uh have you been to new mexico and california i was like no we've been traveling a lot but not that far mm -hmm. and okay and so uh did you enjoy it and i was like yeah it was nice it's like okay that's great uh just get your um uh, passport back tomorrow at 2 p.m just like that just like that like <laughs> not even one minute now i was like this is it <laughs> praise you know? the lord and that before, is amazing yeah before i go to the the place i pray to god and then says lord if it's your will let me go but i'm definitely down if not you know but by the time I walked out, I said, Lord, this is it. This is the green card, the receipt that I can get back my passport. Mm -hmm. So you approved that. So now it's your responsibility to take care of me all the way. Amen. Amen. And when I come here um, to Japan, I immediately bought the ticket for the next day to Japan. Mm -hmm. I got the whole road to myself. I was really exhausted for weeks and months, you know, of traveling. traveling. Yeah. Um, I got the whole road to myself. I could sleep there. And then from Japan, um, the lady picked me up, uh, you know, Helilin, Helilin, <laughs> Japanese girl. She was really nice. She filed all of my papers, and then I was transferred to the next airport. And on the next airport, I was upgraded to a premium economy. And, you know, oh. it was great. So mm -hmm. I can sleep, and yeah, this is, and then here I am, the United States. 
praise the Lord. And then you, you started your studies at Andrews. That's correct. Now, what year are you in now in terms um, of both of your programs? That How long are you left with? Uh, I will be graduating by God's grace um, this next year, August. Next year, August. Wow. Mm-hmm. It's pretty close. Yep. Praise time the Lord. is just running. Yeah. yeah, time is running. So do you know what you want to do in the future? I know that God has some plans that we might not know. But what does the future hold for you? I do know that um, passion is aviation. Mm-hmm. Therefore, I'm still going with aviation. And I don't know what lies ahead of me. And again, when I was younger, I only assumed that I would be a commercial pilot. Mm-hmm. And with a, you know, a certificate, not even a degree. But now I'm studying master. Imagine <laughs> that. Yeah, Where does God brought me, right? Praise the Lord. So every step of the way, I would always talk to God mm-hmm. and then spend personal time with Him, build that relationship, and then always listen where He guides me. At. That's very key, and that's that's very important. Mm-hmm. So to wrap up our discussion, it's, it's been a wonderful, wonderful time uh, hearing how God has opened doors for you throughout your entire studying time and traveling different places. Do you have any encouragement that you would like to give to anyone going through the situation? Maybe a young person or someone who is older who might find themselves in similar circumstances that you have been through. Absolutely. That's what I've been trying to share, you know, to my friends. God doesn't choose a perfect person mm-hmm. or someone very strong, talented to serve him. God choose someone who can serve him with their whole heart mm. in no in any circumstances and by all means i am the living proof i am not smart at all <laughs> but i went through and then i move on and god does do mir- miraculous things and always remember daniel daniel is the key that's right you may be in a deep situation but always read back the bible Mm-hmm. Daniel Bible, the people, Daniel life is also still like, do also still exist in these days. And I'm Amen. the living proof. Therefore, the Bible is the Praise truth. The Lord. Yeah, that's key. It's reliable. So mm-hmm. always learn more about the Bible. Connect with God. Build the relationship. Amen. It might, it's not easy by all means. It's not. Yeah, yeah. But you also have to work on your part and follow Jesus Christ as the Christian. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Yeah, that is very, very important uh, to remain faithful mm-hmm. and to trust God, take God well, at His word. Also, I want to add up on that school. After I graduate, all the Adventists can now pursue aviation. Really? Yes. Now they have the Sabbath exemption. Mm-hmm. Wow. So they were accommodated and, so, and I went back there and there was one, I met one Adventist and he was like, oh, you're Harry Wren, right? And then it's like, yes, I'm Harry Wren. And I was like, I'm so glad, you know, this and that. Because of what you did, we were able to get accommodated. And I was like, oh, you know, it's just God working miracle, mm-hmm. miraculous things in my life. And I'm happy that you guys can also, um, by that work, you guys were able to pursue your dream too. Wow, praise the Lord. And God used you to open open that door to be the Mm -hmm. pioneer for for that path. You don't need to be pastor 
You don't need to be a teacher. You don't need to be a professor to serve God. You can be anyone, but be loyal on your field. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much, Harry. It has been a wonderful time hearing your testimony. I have been encouraged as well to see how God has, has led you. And I, I'm sure that God will use this uh, episode to be able to reach other people as well, young Absolutely. people and older people and encourage them because the Bible says they will overcome him by the word of their testimony. This is Michael Xarona and you have been listening to Why I Am Here. For more episodes, please visit villagesda.org. We would like to thank Pastor Ron Kelly and his pastoral staff for making this show a reality. We would also like to thank Village Seventh-day Adventist Church in Barron Springs, Michigan for their support and sponsoring this show. If you would like your story to be featured on this show, please visit villagesda.org. If you have enjoyed this show, please remember to subscribe, review, and share with your friends. You can also listen to this show on your favorite podcast platform. Find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram.